Recorded during the Plague Year 2021, this is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely 1971 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm your other host, I'm Chris Henry from the Apollo 13 Minute, as well as the EA Aviation Museum. Hey, Chris, this is one of these uh, ethically deficient... Uh, minutes that you <laughs> you realize that uh you know you gotta gotta get money somehow no bucks no buck rogers and uh, <laughs> uh dr stone may have played some uh, uh some games with the government to get to, to get funding which uh it's it's interesting seeing this um i as someone who's you know helped helped write out uh grant proposals and i'm, I'm sure you've written out grant proposals uh yourself the uh sometimes you have to fudge things a bit when you're when you're trying to qualify for stuff but i think stone went a little bit over the line on, on getting money for a wildfire bit. yeah yeah it's uh i wish they had explored this part of the minute uh, this part of the movie uh let me just explain a little bit what the, this minute is about um stone is showing where the virus could be spreading and he brings up a mo- you know, a map of where the possible spreads could happen and on at the top legend, you know, it's like writing the word top secret, do not copy or something at the top. <laughs> it, it mentions that this is a bio warfare map showing uh, an attack by a, an enemy uh, if they had used Andromeda as a uh, as an agent, a bio warfare agent in violation of uh, a bunch of different treaties. So uh, I, I, I get to, now. I, I, I'm interested in hearing your take on this. Do you think Stone knew all along where Wildfire was for? I feel yes. My gut reaction watching his his reaction to me sort of says, yeah, I kind of knew, or at least it's one of those deals where maybe nobody ever told him 100%, but being an educated person, he, he knew. <laughs> that's my, yeah, yeah. That's my <laughs> take. Maybe that's it. Is it just wasn't... Um, you know that it, it it was never actually told to him, but you know we all worked in industries where we kind of knew what was going on with something, and yeah, you know, yeah, it was never said. Yeah, it's um, you know, he might be wondering why all, all of his checks came from you know Fort Detrick, Maryland, and <laughs> like, don't they do something with nerve gas there? You know, uh, you know, why is the why is the army and the air force so interested in paying for their you know funding this thing underneath the uh, uh, underneath the desert in uh, in Nevada? Um, but he he is kind of a, a morally compromised guy that he wanted to get this done and he thought he was doing it to help humanity. But the the side effect of this is, as anybody else looking in on this, which you know he didn't share with anybody, but Levitt and Dutton were like, "Wait a minute! All this the <laughs> money that you're getting for wildfire is coming from the army to come up with new and more dangerous uh, uh, agents to <laughs> attack uh, people on Earth." Um, it's and it, I, I the way that it's written too is he always sounds like it was always plausible deni- deniability. He says uh, you know, at one point in this he says it's not true, Ruth. I uh, I learned about Scoop the same time you did. Well, yeah, he may have learned about Project Scoop the first time, but he must have known when they're wheeling in all this equipment from uh, you know Fort Detrick and things that the army has a lot of experience with bad stuff. And if they're paying for his experiments with bad stuff, it can't be, you know, to, to raise the level of humanity to a you know, higher plane. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things that sometimes, 
you know, you're looking at this and it's, it's, did you, did you do something kind of bad, but hoping that eventually it would have good outcome? <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, that's kind of what I see out of it. I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, every time I, I, I have, I've talked and you, you are, you are one, every time I talk to somebody in a museum, when you're, when you're making a display of the past and you're looking at how things came about and why they were, you know, why they were there the way they were there, it's not always, you know, for the nicest of reasons and trying to, you know, you can't really cover up stuff if it's good or bad. You just have to present it and say, well, this is, this was a necessity that, you know, this, this got the job done for something else. Um, but it's, uh, you know, you look at, uh, you know, somewhere, uh, I'm, I'm thinking in, uh, you know, if you go to the Field Museum in, in Chicago and you look at the uh, Stuka dive bombers, um, somewhere in a, you know, in an airplane manufacturing plant, somebody was putting those uh, sirens on the wingtips. Uh, and it wasn't being put on the plane to make it fly better or be more <laughs> stable. It was there to scare yeah. the hell out of the people they were attacking yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and that's just, you know, that's the smallest tip of the iceberg of the things that might make you say, why are we doing this? Or, you know, um, but it, it's, you know, it's things like, I remember growing up and, have, you know, watching movies and things about Werner von Braun and seeing what, you know, he, he developed, uh, uh, you know, rockets and missiles. He belonged to a German rocketry club, the VFR. And uh, then, you know, after he was captured by American forces when the war ended, he's brought over and built, you know, built our space program. It's like, yeah, that's all well <laughs> and good. But somewhere, you know, somewhere in all that, he had 10,000 slaves working for him in a, you know, yeah. in, in, a, in a cave in Pinamunda building rockets until they died. And you have to face that part of it that it's there's a lot of people with dirty hands that made, you know, scientific progress. Um and yeah. stone is stone is in that line you yeah. know it's uh i, I um, agree i agree it uh there are some even of the apollo astronauts that maybe weren't the biggest fan of von braun uh, especially the early part of the program yeah um, yeah you know uh so i get it i mean now you talk to people uh, you know you talk to people who you know here's the thing science scientists think differently <laughs> anything yeah. you know and it's not always a warm fuzzy um you know but you talk to somebody like you know you know well for example for, you know when we talked to frank borman i mean he thought very highly of von braun and hey if without him without his rockets we would have never gotten to the moon um there are certain members of the earlier astronaut program who maybe didn't feel the same way <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it's, uh, you know but you know a lot of those think about this too though you know and it's something we forget our some of our early astronauts were world war ii aviators so you're oh, talking sure, about yeah. people who were fighting that war you know it wasn't just that they were bystanders in it you know or they were young kids like they had their life on the line fighting you know nazi germany and now we're kind of using people that were on that side of the of the fence you know it's kind of you know, it, 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 it's kind of like when we first started kind of getting together with the Russians, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah we don't really know what to expect here, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's difficult. And like you have to decide or, you know, or what you, if, if what you're doing is it's something that's ethically questionable, but are you doing 
something for a higher standard or yeah. not, you know, or, 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 you know, and then you have to decide, well, you're doing it for a higher standard. Or you're just being an opportunist. <laughs> you just, you know, it's like, oh, I'll just do it this way because I, I won't get in trouble now because I'm on the other side or something. It just, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, I, I wish they had explored this more in, uh, in the Andromeda strain, but it, well, it wasn't that kind of a movie. That was the thing. And it wasn't the time for it. The, the 1970s like that were not, it, it, there wasn't a lot of soul searching on that, you know, in science fiction. There wasn't a lot of soul searching. I mean, you had it in other things like Catch Twenty Two and you know other movies like that. But this this whole idea of questioning your ethics on on things was uh, it, it wasn't a uh, it, it it wasn't uh, on top of things with at least the science the like modern science and a political thriller more more than What If. I mean, there's. There's other movies that were being made at the time for this. Uh, for example, uh, the one I always go back to is uh, Colossus the Forbin Project, which is about a turning over control of the nuclear arsenal to a computer, which would make better decisions. And the unfortunate side effect of turning that over is now the computer has, uh, has its own <laughs> arsenal of nuclear weapons that could destroy the world unless you do what it said. So, it, you know, it, it's, and that's an interesting, and, and that whole movie is built around that interesting discussion is like, well, did you do the right thing or not? And here, the, you know, the biggest moral question is, well, did, did Stone do the right thing in actually, you know, his, or did his actions in, in supporting this, did it, uh, uh, did it cover, you know, did it cover up, like, like, did hit, did, did Stone, uh, creating in creating wildfire, did he actually create the monster that he was there to fix? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's well. Hopefully, that's we're we're gonna see more of 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 this <laughs> coming down the road. I, I, yeah, I I almost feel this movie could easily do a part two. Yeah, I, I'd know. love to find out what what happens next. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's like they got rid of. They got rid of Andromeda, or you know, no, no, skipping ahead, but they, <laughs> they, they, they do solve the problem of Andromeda, but they still have it in the lab. And what are they going to do with it now? Does the army own it? Are right. they, you know, are they going to make weapon weapons out of it? And what about the people that are, you know, and the people that worked on this? I'm sure they all had to sign government NDAs, so they're not allowed <laughs> to, you know, talk about what happened. It's all, you know, top secret stuff. But somebody should know. Yeah. And. You know, especially in the age of Watergate and things that would be coming up in a few short years there, I would think this would have to leak out. Other And what about all the dead people in Piedmont? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, wow. Ugh, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's a, it's a concern. I just I I, I want to go into it, though, more. I would think that uh, following a movie like that and just just going over the more you don't even have to do that much in the way of special effects, just the moral implications yeah. of what what they have now um what would the meetings look like after this <laughs> yeah you know, yeah pretty interesting <laughs> i don't know stone why don't we build another new you know yeah. uh, bio warfare site huh yeah. what, what are you what monster are you going to create there yeah so what's um, the worst thing that can happen you said <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were concentrating on uh, making uh paper uniforms for everybody but meanwhile this was going yeah uh it's uh yeah it's um it's in, it's interesting to ponder, but uh, anyway, this is a this is a, I, I mean, it's a fascinating topic, but I don't, you know, it, it, you can't go too much deeper with it because they, you know, we, we don't know the heart of uh, Doctor Stone. We don't know yeah. 
if he's but it's he, they play it interesting that is he covering up or is he you know or does he really seriously is he that clueless that he doesn't get what everybody else in the room got yeah um, yeah i i wonder if if it's not that he didn't get it again scientific mind sometimes have you ever met somebody who's so sort of geeky and scientific that they almost don't know how to properly kind of communicate yeah you, know, you almost that, wonder if it's that sort of Awkward, yeah, social yeah, you awkwardness see, or something. Yeah, know? I mean, you see it with like you know people like like Elon Musk or, or Zuckerberg. You know, yeah. you look at them and you're like, are you? No, you're talking <laughs> to other human beings. And, you know, it's just, exactly, it's, exactly. I, I wonder if that's what it is. Like, yeah, you know. and and you know, and even though like Stone is good at cock, you know, we see him and the first time we get introduced to Stone, he's at a cocktail party and he's just like you know mingling and chatting with people, and he's obviously a guy who knows how to uh, work a crowd, but is you know what's what's in his heart what is he uh you know what does he really does he ever feel guilty about all this stuff <laughs> yeah um it's just it's a pondering thing wow well uh let's leave that for another day we can, <laughs> we can let that sit out there um chris again thanks for being with us this week it's really uh it, it it's i feel so comfortable chatting with you about all this stuff oh yeah same here i always enjoy it yeah you know and it's like after you think we did a we did a hundred and thirty something episodes, you think we'd run out of things to talk about. But there's always something. <laughs> there's something always something new. And absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, well, let's finish up the week. We'll come. We'll come back and chat on on Friday. Um, for folks who uh, would like to reach out and talk and continue the conversation, always interested in hearing your stuff. Find us on social media at uh, uh, Project Wildfire, the Andromeda Minute on Facebook, or uh, on Twitter at, of course, uh, Apollo. Uh, Apollo. See what you got me doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go. Actually, we we do talk about our other our other show, the Apollo Thirteen Minute, which we finished and uh, is out there for your perusal. You can binge listen uh, out there at Apollo Thirteen Minute dot com. But if you want to talk about Apollo, uh, if you want to talk about Apollo Two on on social media, you can. Find us at the Apollo 13 uh, Minute Mission Control on Facebook. Um, but getting back to Andromeda, uh, if you want to uh, talk with us on Twitter, uh, Andromeda Minute is the place to be on Twitter. Uh, anyway, but let me let me stop before I get more if I before I get more confused. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll be back on Friday. In the meantime, please do those three things that I always ask to get get rid of this uh, plague as soon as we can. Uh, wash your hands for 20 seconds at least. Uh, stay six feet apart from people you don't live with and uh, wear a mask. And uh, hopefully if everybody does that, we can get through this real fast and we can go see uh, Chris up at his museum in, uh, in Wisconsin. Sounds good. Love to see you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you here next time on The Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here. <laughs>